Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Knowledge Group Podcast. We're taking a forward look at what speakers are covering at our events and turning our attention this time to our upcoming event on initial coin offering regulation in 2019, taking a look at trends, developments and what lies ahead. We're going live with the event Tuesday, August 6th, running between 12pm and 1.30pm Eastern Standard Time. We're going to be joined by a panel composed of Ridge Barker, a partner at Withers Worldwide, Abe Chernin will be our second speaker, a vice president at Cornerstone Research, and he'll be joined by his colleague Nicole Moran, a principal at Cornerstone Research. More information about our panel, the full agenda, and how to sign up and listen to the event will be found in the description box down below. It's accompanied with the code PODCAST25. When used at checkout, that code gets you 25% off that first webcast registration. Let's hear from our speakers now. I am uh, Abe Chernin. I am a partner with Cornerstone Research in Chicago. Uh, Cornerstone does economic and financial analysis in the context of typically litigation and regulatory inquiries. And, you know, for many years I have been involved with our financial institutions practice and specifically consumer finance issues. And these tokens have come up as a really interesting potential disruptor for uh, financial institutions, and so I've taken an interest to in them. From an economist's point of view, I think one of the w- most interesting topics to think about is what exactly are these crypto assets? Um, the, the, you know, the regulatory, regi- the regulatory environment has been set up to neatly categorize um, different assets based on their economic features, but what's been very interesting about crypto tokens is they have features of a lot of different types of ass- traditional assets. Um, some crypto tokens have features of a financial, typical financial asset like a stock, um, where you can the crypto token allows you to share in the future cash flow of the company. And these are more this would be more comparable to a security. Um, some tokens have features of commodities, where um, the value is driven by supply and demand type issues. Um, crypto tokens also can have payment-like features, um, and they are more comparable to a currency. And so we are going to talk about some economic tests that someone can go through and think about and provide a framework for those tests to sort of think about uh, what type of token um, on a case-by-case basis you may be looking at. Um, another interesting aspect of these, to- these assets that we're going to talk about is there is a timing component as well. Um, you know, a token at one point may have features more like a financial asset or a security, whereas down the road um, they may have an asset more like a currency or they may have features more like a currency or a commodity. And so we're going to explore some of the economic issues associated with uh, with those questions. Uh, so, hi, I'm Nicole Moran. Um, I have my PhD in economics. I'm principal at Cornerstone Research, and most of my emphasis has been on derivative markets and both exchange-traded and over-the-counter products. So I come to the crypto space from a trading order book data and evaluation of market design background. I think this is really interesting for the crypto space because you have a lot of crypto exchanges that are popping up, and you're seeing issues at these crypto exchanges uh, that we've already seen at uh, futures exchanges or other um, electronic exchanges, for example, in foreign exchange. Uh, and so history is repeating itself, and the disputes or the concerns 
um, that we have seen in the past. And those exchanges um, we're now seeing in the crypto space. Uh, what's really interesting is that there's not a, a very robust uh, regulatory environment around the exchanges, and it really varies <clears throat> based on the location across uh, the world, basically, of where these exchanges exist. Uh, it's, so it's a very fragmented market, and you frequently have prices that are not consistent across markets. Um, and in the U.S., probably the biggest exchange is Coinbase, uh, and that is the one that most um, people use as sort of an entry level into the crypto space. Um, but when you look at the share of crypto exchanges over time um, in terms of volume, it's definitely changing, and a lot of this has to do with uh, if a crypto uh, exchange has a, a breach in security, um, or if it's completely shut down by the government in the jurisdiction. And, and so some of the issues that we're seeing pop up have to do with volume integrity. Now, is the volume being reported by the exchange actually true? Uh, and this is a bit more um, of an issue for non-U.S. exchanges. Uh, other things are people creating bots, basically, to uh, to make the appearance of volume. So you're basically running a program on an exchange. Um, things that are banned from regulated exchanges for uh, manipulative reasons or disruptive reasons, um, we're now seeing on other exchanges. Good day. My name is Ridge Barker. I'm the Chair of Corporate Finance at Withers Worldwide. Uh, Withers is a global law firm with offices around the world in New York, San Francisco, LA, out in Asia, in Tokyo, Hong Kong, Singapore. Uh, and, and in the UK, including Geneva and London, uh, and also perhaps my personal favorite, the BVIs. So um, uh, Withers is also the largest private wealth, private capital law firm in the world uh, with an extraordinary uh, practice in tax, capital movements, capital deployment, capital protection for high net worth individuals, um, and all the allied fields, as you would expect, from immigration to corporate finance. Um, similarly, as you'd expect, our client base um, uh, really focuses uh, on founders, sponsors, lead investors uh, in emerging opportunities uh, that range from biotech and biofuels to ESG and impact investing and food, water, and other resource businesses to technologies such as you know, AI, IoT, blockchain, and cryptocurrencies, uh, which brings us to um, the Knowledge Group uh, webinar on ICOs that, that we're proposing to um, uh, participate in. Uh, and I'm, I'm very pleased to participate that uh, in this panel with uh, Abe Chernin and Nicole Moran from Cornerstone. Um, uh, it, for my part of the panel, I wanted to focus on sort of the legal aspects of IPOs, um, or sorry, ICOs, <laughs> uh, uh, and the, the regulatory framework for um, the participants in the markets. Um, uh, and that starts with um, and, and uh, sort of characterization of what uh, is actually being offered, uh, whether it's a security, a commodity, a currency, uh, or something else. Um, and then the sort of the regulatory uh, framework for the different participants. So issuers, for example, uh, what registration requirements might apply. Um, uh, or trading requirements might apply, and what exemptions might be available to them. 
um, and, and with a particular focus for issuers on intermediaries that they might be dealing with. Um, often we find that finders involved in uh, capital raising activities for um, uh, ICOs, and so that's an important uh, part of the, um, uh, this market to keep in mind. Um, but there are also regulatory frameworks for investors, um, uh, uh, particularly if they are participating in or forming funds or pools for investing in IC, uh, ICOs or uh, trading in, in tokens, uh, as well as regulatory frameworks for advisors to funds uh, and investors and for, uh, what obligations they may have. Um, I'd also like to talk a little bit about uh, sort of enforcement trends uh, that we're seeing and, and can expect to see uh, in this marketplace, um, and if time permits, some of the tax considerations that may uh, come up in connection with um, uh, either issuing or participating in uh, an ICO. Uh, I think this is uh, going to be a very interesting uh, panel and presentation, and I'm very much looking forward to speaking with you all. Thanks everyone for listening to this episode of the Knowledge Group podcast. Don't forget more information about our panel, the full agenda, and how to sign up and listen to the event will be found in the description box down below. We look forward to seeing you August the 6th. And if you want to take part in a Knowledge Group event, don't forget to email us info at thenowledgegroup.org. August 6th is the date of the webcast, and we'll see you there. Take care. Bye for now.